Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another quick update edition with Blue Book Services, Newswire, Trent Johnson, and Natalie and Chelsea. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Breaking news, breaking news. That was a mouthful, I tell you what. <laughs> Didn't know what to say or what not to say, so I said it all. <laughs> there you go. We're going to come up with a uh, special title for this podcast. Yes, we will. We will. Like a subversion. Exactly. Yes. Well, I'm glad the three of us are together this time. And um, Trent, like, what's the hot gossip? What's going on in the world? What What should we be paying attention to? What well, are the top stories? There's been a lot of exciting stuff that's been happening recently. And that is also going to be reported on, you know, starting um, tonight, going into tomorrow. Um, as you may or may not be aware of, it's earning season. So if you're Woo! in finance, you like that. If you're not in finance, you're like, your eyes are going to start rolling in the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I, I enjoy that. So I think it's pretty fun. So, I mean, we're starting to see some of the heavy hitters come out with the results, um, which leads directly into some of the top articles we had. Um, one thing that's probably not overly surprising is that the biggest and most popular article we had in the past week was Warehouser reporting the first quarter results that they, they and kind of some of those other ones, they always seem to be, you know, very popular, as you can imagine, kind of giving a pulse of the industry and how things are going. So that was a huge one of just, you know, people looking into that and just seeing how everything was going with them, you know, compared, especially to last year with everything that's been going on. So um, yeah, it was by far the most viewed one. And coincidentally, the second most viewed one was Wes Fraser announcing their first quarter results. So it kind of makes sense. Um had a little bit of a mixed bag from them as you may have not may or may not have seen regarding you know kind of the markets and whatnot but I mean being just the first quarter obviously not the end all be all but you know I mean it kind of had a little bit of some scares there with Russ Fraser for you know the their first quarter reports what uh what's the are we positive or negative on this uh I mean between the two maybe they're different but how are uh, they doing they're, well, they're still doing good, obviously. Um, they're, I mean, because I mean, they are who they are, but I mean, comparatively to last year, um, they're still doing good. So, like, first quarter sales, there was a 1.6 a billion compared to 1.6 billion in the fourth quarter of last year. Um, so, not a huge, huge difference. They were still up a little bit because it was 1.615 to 1.627. So, I mean, pretty decent overall. Um, but just compared from year to year, I forget what the year to year was. I believe they were down year to year is where you saw the biggest down. If I remember correctly. Sorry, we're talking West Frazier, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's kind of crazy because generally when you look up earnings results, you compare to, you know, a couple prior quarters, but it's like, we need to rename one of the quarters, like COVID quarter or something, because it's so far out of the realm of what's normal. And then you compare to that quarter and everyone's like, oh, well, we're down. It's like, yeah, you're, we're down, but we're not really down. Like if you were to take out that outlier, right. might be up. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, that's why I like, especially for the first quarter, I mean, for me, and I mean, everyone looks at these things differently, obviously. I mean, I don't overact for quarterly ones. I think that there's a lot of things that can change the market and just how they go. I mean, I think you get a more clear picture towards the end of the summer to see how the first, you know, at least after the second quarter, you get a little more idea of what we're, how we're starting up for the summertime. And then by a third quarter, you really get a good picture. I mean, if things are looking bleak by the end of the third quarter, it's not going to be a good year. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, there's you're you're not looking good at that point. So, um, so there was all that fun stuff. Now, on the other side, there are some more potentially positive things that we can talk about that are more fun for people as well. Um, so, kind of going off the theme we spoke about last week, um, or two weeks ago rather, um, expansions, um, Chronospan. I think I didn't butcher that. I my <laughs> terrible pronouncing thing they are expanding a site that they have in oxford alabama um at this site they make osb and they're expanding it and they're um putting in that it was worth a 350 million dollar expansion from what i recall wow and say the um, name again um chrono span chrono span I, I know that i don't know them potentially because they're more of a they're more in like engineered products it looks like or um pallets oh. and pallet yep. stock mdf yep um refer to our episode with dan simsek if you want to learn more about that but um so yep. that's cool that they're investing more into oxford alabama it seems like everybody's moving to the south i know What's up I with mean, that well better weather <laughs> you know <laughs> nothing else <laughs> and it's also cheaper to be honest i mean i know that at least when yeah. you're looking at, like i live in illinois a state like this you see a lot of people moving out of the chicagoland areas because of you know it's unfortunate but taxes and things of that nature i mean so you start seeing a better investment um kind of a climate down south for a lot of these places hence you know texas growth and like you said you know alabama's other places i mean tyson's leaving illinois and going down to um arkansas yeah wow arkansas tyson so. like the chicken people yep yes 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 Oh, wow. They had uh, a little bit of drama with their CFO. Oh, yes. They did. Just a little. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> that's, some hot, that's some hot goss right there. Oh, that was some hot gossip. <laughs> I missed it. Did he chicken out? Uh, he, he, let's just say you don't drink and go into other people's houses. That's just some advice to live by, you know, especially if they're a stranger. <laughs> well, just, you know, pretty solid advice, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Good advice. <laughs> Uh, you know, Trent, you are so knowledgeable. You really you are. are. I do. I try. <laughs> be a career coach, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome. Oh, so we got goodness. we got some expansion news. What else is going yep. on? Um, as always, what else would we have? Mergers and acquisitions. We always <laughs> yes. have some of those, right? <laughs> M&A, baby. So, Oh, yes, yes, yes. So another popular one. This one came out at the end of last week on Thursday, I believe it was. Um, I see. This is what, what I, I hope I don't massacre any of these names as well. I don't want the latter. Arbeck Forest Products is acquiring um, Forex's OSB mill in Amos, uh, Quebec, I believe. Yeah, Quebec is oh. what it was. Yep. So that was a pretty decently big one. I mean, I believe as well, Forex had just also announced that they were um, in agreement with another company as well. I want to say about two weeks ago regarding another um, divestiture, it was to LP. They're going to be selling their Wawa OSB facility. So they're kind of in a little interesting divestiture spree here. So we'll be kind of interested to see how that all plays out going forward. Forex, wow. a family-owned business since 1957. And Arbeck Forest Products. Um, I'm not familiar with either of these companies, but... I like love when a OSB. company has a great About Us page. Like, I just... <laughs> it makes me really happy. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. Okay, and these guys, Forex, yep. <laughs> not only do they have a great About Us page, 
they are color coordinated in their, um, the talented individuals at the heart of Forex. Wow. Impressive. Honestly, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So lots of things happening in the OSB world. Yes, clearly. yes, yes. So then we can transition to the even more fun stuff, which is current events. And when I say current, I mean stuff that's going to be coming out on Wednesday when this is released. So we got a lot of really big news, in my opinion, coming out. That's for tomorrow. Some fun little juicy things. So Ooh. we'll start with, um, since we're already on the, the whole concept of mergers and acquisitions, let's go keep going right down there. So <laughs> I'm not sure if either of you are familiar with GMS. Are you by any chance out of uh, Georgia, Tucker, Georgia? They're a publicly uh-huh. traded company. Um, they announced today, actually, that they're acquiring a company called Home Lumber and Building Supply out of Vancouver Island. So oh, interesting. That, they acquired it as of yesterday, technically. So um, that's going to be, you know, one of their new locations up in the Canada market, which is pretty exciting for them. I don't believe they have too many, if hardly at all. Like, I mean, hardly very many um, Canadian locations, at least that I'm aware of offhand. They have a very large presence in um, the United States, though. Wow. Yeah. So they're probably going into, I mean, I'd be completely assuming this, but some specialties if they're acquiring. Okay. So they're, they're acquiring home lumber and building supplies in Vancouver Island. Yep. Okay. So yep. they're get the product out there. Interesting. So they do a lot of um, gypsum and things like that as well. So this is kind of an, an interesting acquisition for them because a lot of times it's been more in that kind of a Kind of a sector more so so you can kind of see them kind of branching out a little bit more than they have previously yeah interesting that is interesting then another one why not just stay on the MA thing right is <laughs> um is a more canadian companies trs components um is merging or essentially they're acquiring a company called terra nova trust i'm not for sure if you're familiar with either of them um, both trust manufacturers in Ontario. Uh, TRS Components was acquired by Argyle Capital Partners last August. Um, so this is kind of, that was their- Private uh, equity? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So that was kind of their entry into the um, kind of the building products trust area. And this is kind of them further expanding within that, uh, within that realm. So pretty exciting times for them, you know, kind of expanding there. And I believe this will bring them into the United States as well because- um tnt i believe is right yeah um yes tnt has a location in michigan as well mm. interesting it's like it, at this point it feels like it's almost easier to acquire a company in the u.s or canada or vice versa than create your own yeah literally you kind of see that a lot and actually now i'm thinking about it, i think trs is the one that has the michigan um location i think mm. i could be wrong on that so but no you, you honestly you see that a lot especially with mills i mean I've been seeing tons of that as well. I mean, especially, especially over, you know, COVID times, you were seeing a lot of these big heavy hitters acquire Southern, you know, mills in the South rather, which is right. You know, pretty right. Interesting. That is interesting. Um, everybody's acquiring or getting acquired or mm-hmm. <laughs> reacquiring. Yep. Now let's shift over and get a little bit depressing. <laughs> Uh, oh, <laughs> too much fun. So we got to be a little bit less fun now. And this is kind of going back to a theme that uh, Chelsea, you and I spoke about last time, which was uh, curtailment. So um, Sinclair Group, I'm sure if you're familiar with them, um, they are curtailing operations at a couple of their sites. Uh, the 
companies that are going to have some curtailments is Apollo Forest Products, which is in Fort St. James, mm. uh, Lakeland Mills and Prince George. And I'm going to butcher this really bad. Nichaco Lumber and Vanderhoof. <laughs> Those are, I'm really bad at pronouncing things. That's my Achilles heel. <laughs> um, now, the good thing is these aren't super long-term um, curtailments. So it's not going to be like months, months long. Like, for example, the one I'm going to butcher again, Nichaco is May 14th to July 29th. Apollo is just basically the month of June. Lakeland is primarily the month of July. So, I mean, it's at least they're not super extended through the end of the year, but nonetheless, you know, it's going to be taking more supply out like we spoke about before. So it's, you know, wow, never, never a huge fan of seeing curtailments, but you know, I mean, at least being more short term, that's a, I view that at least as a moderate positive, you know, out of the inherent negativity of it. That's interesting because that's all of their mills. Yep. They have three. So just a little bit for everybody, but hopefully they're trying to spread it out. I don't know what they manufacture each mill, but are they in the Pacific Northwest? Yes, I believe. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure the headquartered out of BC area, if I remember correctly. Uh, I guess start getting some of these mills confused. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, no, they're British Columbia. Yeah, based on BC. Their interior. Oh, yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hate that. Is that it? That's the end of the bad news. Uh, it's the end of the bad news. Oh, uh, well, yeah, for the most part. So, I mean, another one that's coming out tomorrow that is more of a, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's a good, it's, it's like a good, bad thing. It's not, I think it's kind of almost a different thing. Um, CoreLogic, I don't know if you're familiar with them as a company there. They have some really great reports they put out every couple of, I mean, every couple of weeks. Um, one that they're talking about is annual, annual home price growth. So it, the reason I say it's a double-edged sword is because there was growth. So year over year, um, home prices did increase from March because um, it's going by the previous month um, that it was reported. So basically, it's looking at March. So when you're comparing March 2003, I mean 2023 rather, <laughs> compared to March 2022, um, was a 3% increase. And then if you're looking at February compared to March, we're about a 1.5% increase. Oh. Uh, but when you're looking at the increases um, um, as a whole, so this, this work gets kind of kind of weird. So this is not really bad, bad, but if you're looking for a, a complete, how do I phrase this? Um, it's basically decelerating from how it has previously been going is the mm. best way I can say it. So it's not that it's going, I mean, it's going down, but it's not in a bad way. So if that makes sense, you know I mean? So you're looking at it as it's not accelerating like it has been, you know, over since COVID and things like that, but we're still seeing a, an acceleration month to month, but not as much when you're looking at the continuality. So by that, I mean, like there's, it was going over and saying, when you start drilling down, there's about 10 States in the West where they actually had a decline in home prices over the last month. So that's where you kind of seen a little bit of a change, but as a whole, the market is still increasing. Interesting. That is interesting. Are the 10 States, like the States where people are moving out of most, you know, in the United States, is there a correlation between that? Like you said, a lot of people are moving, you know, to the South more um so let me see here um so the biggest change or we can look at some markets that have had the that have had the biggest risk of um these are areas that have the biggest risk of decline not the ones that just report on but a lot of them are looking in the area a lot of them are actually in utah which is kind of an interesting thing uh provo salt lake um ogden and one that's not overly surprising is boise city idaho and I think it's probably not surprising because as you know, I mean, you see a lot of people leaving California to kind of go to that area. So, you know, mm-hmm. you can kind of see how that market's been in a huge flux. I know from talking to people out there. So 
Hmm. That, that makes sense. Uh, another one that's in the um, the top markets that's a risk of a home price decline is the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Florida area, which is just a suburb right outside of Orlando. Mm. So you can kind of see that as well, too. Okay, this is what it says. U.S. home price growth fell to 3.1% in March, the lowest rate of appreciation since the spring of 2012. Crazy. Yep. Wow. Wow. But still, it's growth. So that's but, why I was like, it's not a bad thing, but yeah, right. it's kind of bad. <laughs> it does say, well, the home price growth, are being pumped. Yeah. Well, home price growth rose for the 134th consecutive month. Interesting. Wow. You know, you can really do a statistic for everything. It's like you can. you can. And you can kind of make one that was bad sound good if you just frame it. <laughs> Which is why, like, when I'm trying to remember, I'm like, some of these things I'm like, okay, how is it framed? Because it kind of seems like they're trying to frame it one way or another. Yes. <laughs> like, they always do that. that. They always do that in sports. They're like, this is the fifth, sixth time that Bobby. <laughs> Did a fifth- I, they do that so much, especially football. If you read that stuff on football, I'm like, do you just get sick of these statistics? What about baseball when you just hear the people? Because between like pitches are like, this is the 47th time in the past 200 days that so-and-so has, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know spit on his glove. You're like, how do you, who keeps track of this stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's awful. Just like let them play. Exactly. <laughs> just let them play. Just shut up. Just shut yeah. play. <laughs> No more statistics. Exactly. So okay, so a that, little bit of a that's a neutral-ish story. Exactly. Okay. Just a little bit of a teaser for tomorrow. And then just the final thing I'd say is that there's going to be another uh, Madison's report regarding lumber pricing. And basically, it's just talking about how um, lumber prices have ticked up, even though there's been a demand has been kind of a little bit lower than it previously had been. So that's one that'll be released. It's not out yet, so I can't go too much into it because it doesn't get released until tomorrow. But that's just a little kind of a teaser. So when you're listening to this, you can hop on and you'll be able to check it all out. Perfect. Awesome. Cool. Wow. We did it. We did it in record time. (laughs) Sweet. Thank you so much, Trent. Yeah. Thanks, Trent. Thank you for having me. We'll be back in... Two weeks. weeks. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.